Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. care about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris yow mo Patton, coach mike on the controls lawson smith has broken our video i did not <laughs> it broke itself thank you <laughs> Okay, maybe he did. Yeah, get get used to being blamed. As, you know, yeah, if it you happens, get, you, if something goes wrong. The engineers get it. It's definitely so. on you. I mean, it's, it's definitely on you. Well, it, well, it wasn't on us. I mean, I didn't. So. Do anything. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know how I could have done anything. No. Um, it's unfortunate that we are not on Facebook anymore, but that's okay. We will have this on a podcast, and if you missed any of today's show you can hear the podcast just visit sm-tnsports.com the podcast tab there you can listen to the prep sports hour you can listen to the second hour or our special guests which we have on the parks motor sales hotline currently right now and we are happy to be joined by uh co-host of the running polls podcast to talk a little women's college world series action Uh, Despite her Major League Baseball alliances, we will welcome her to the show, Mm -mm. Marin Angus. Who? who, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you, 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 you get you get somebody on the on the show who's a Dodger fan. Oh well, and and I knew that. I mean, even to the point that she had, you know, when they were doing the cutouts at Dodger Stadium last year when they couldn't have fans, she and her mom. Had cutouts in the seats at Chavez Ravine. So, despite that, Marin Angus, welcome to the show. <laughs> that cutout is beautiful, by the way. You were I able think- to buy those at the end of the year. Is that right? They well, when you bought them uh, at the beginning of the year, the deal was they were they authenticated them and they mailed them to you. So, so, so you where can, where you are yours it. now? They're at home until I find until I build my woman cave and can put it up in the woman cave. So that's so, that's not a woman cave. That's a she shed, right? <laughs> well, I, ideally, ideally, I ha- I will get a she shed, but for now, we're just gonna have to do a woman cave. Okay, that's all good. All right, uh, Marin Angus, um, former. College softball writer, softball writer with Softball America and current co-host of Running Poles, a softball podcast, um, longtime Nashville area journalist, going to shed a little light for us on the upcoming Women's College World Series that begins, I think, Thursday out at Oklahoma City, the the mecca for the NCAA Division One softball world, I guess. Um are you going out there, Marin? 
I am not this year, unfortunately, but well, I... Neither, neither is Chris, and I'm not sure which of you is more heartbroken, actually. <sighs> I actually so. had an opportunity to go. That's the worst part, is having the opportunity and not being able to do it. That's yeah. the That's okay. I, I had the same opportunity, probably. I mean, I was ready. I like, I'm going to go. I just need to line up some freelance work before I get in the car. And um, it's just not going to work out. It's just, it, I couldn't make the numbers work. But I am very excited to watch it. And I have my teams and my players that I am pulling for and I'm just going to be a fan this week and watch it which I haven't been able to do in a while and I think it's a lot more fun that way too but um Marin this I can't get over this James Madison team and I just happened to um I think I got home from a from a sectional game Friday night, a couple of weeks ago, and caught their game against Liberty. And the pitcher, whose name I cannot recall, but she was mowing down Liberty kids left and right. I think she finished with 15-plus strikeouts. Did not Uh expect them to come out of that regional, obviously. I think they were the number three seed. Um, But not only do they come out of that that Knoxville regional, but then they go to Missouri and win the Super Regional. And now they are playing the, the home team right out of the box at OKC when they take on the Sooners. Yeah, and uh, I believe you're talking about Odyssey Alexander. That's correct. Two C's is her her handle. Is her Twitter handle, yeah. Yes, and uh, the James Madison faithful will call her Cece. So if if anybody watches and they hear a mention of Cece, that's that's who you, that's who they're talking about, but um, you know, James Madison has been on the rise for the last few years, and they have had opportunity after opportunity to to make it to the World Series, and they haven't been able to do it. And the surprise, I think, what surprised everybody is that at the last few years they had a pitcher named Megan Good, who threw 70-plus. She was always in the conversation for player of the year. She was a she was a high draft pick uh, for pro softball. And everybody just gravitated towards James Madison and Megan Good. But she could never seal the deal in, in the postseason. But here comes... Cece and a team that really was overlooked all year because they weren't ranked and they started their season three weeks after the rest of the country started. And they play in the Colonial Conference, which isn't exactly a hotbed of softball. So when they when they were picked for the Tennessee Regional, for the Knoxville Regional, I actually, I had a gut feeling that they were going to be playing for the championship. And, but I did not think they were going to beat Missouri. I'll be honest. I did not think that was, that was going to happen. And and understandably, you know, 
Um, right. You know, again, what, were, were they the three seed in Knoxville? Yeah. Okay. So they were the three seed. Yeah. They come out of there and they take on the number nine, number nine national eight. seed, number eight. Yeah. Tennessee was the no. nine. Tennessee was the nine. Correct. Tennessee was the nine. Okay. And here's the here's the thing about Tennessee, and I part of part of the brand of running polls is I, we are brutally honest. Tennessee is one of the most overrated softball programs in the country, and I'm sorry for the Tennessee fans that are listening, but like, get a clue. That's pretty They're, brutal. <laughs> they they are they are one of the most overrated programs, and I and you watch Tennessee year in and year out, and they have the talent. They have they have the pitching, but the pitching never gets better. The pitching when Ashley Rogers, I, I watched her play in the Spring Fling, uh, Meg County, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I watched her play Spring Fling her senior year, and I thought, you know, she's okay. I'm like, I don't know if I see her dominating in the SEC because they were hanging everything they had on her. And she comes in as a freshman. She does pretty well. And then last year, she she was hurt. She she didn't play last year. And she, and then you see her come back this year. She's still fighting that same injury. Yet they're still riding her. And then if they put somebody else in, they get lit up. So all they have is her. And I'm like, she's going to run out of gas. She just and she did. She ran out of gas. So they just happened to play James Madison when she ran out of gas. And there you go. Well, you know, particularly when you are seated as James Madison was, you you need to catch a break or two probably to get out. And maybe yeah. that was the break that the Dukes needed there. We're speaking sure. on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Marin Angus of Running Poles um, softball podcast based out of Nashville. Um Perhaps, real quick, mm-hmm. the Southeastern Conference is the most overrated softball conference because uh, they sucked straight up. Yeah. In the in, in Super Regionals, they have two teams in the World Series, and one of them wasn't even a nationally ranked team or nationally seeded team. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Were, they uh, weren't nationally seeded, but they hosted a regional. <laughs> well, we know why. Which is a completely that's, – that's like another thing that I, I wanted – I will – go off on a tangent about if you I mean we did that too don't feel bad I mean the fact that the NCAA I'm convinced call it a conspiracy theory if you want I'm convinced that the SEC the SEC network ESPN I I do believe in the conspiracy theory that they do have the influence to make sure they get the regionals in the ballparks that they want to make it TV friendly and to make it look good on TV because Duke should have hosted that regional without fans. They, they, I mean, sure. Like, but that's it. They wanted it to look good on TV, right? It's not going to look good on TV if you don't have fans, Hmm. but why are you, why are you punishing the players? That's not in their control. That's out, that's out of their control. But if they deserve to host a regional, let them host a regional. They put in a bid to host a regional, and they weren't and they weren't picked. Neither was Clemson. Clemson could have hosted a regional. Clemson also got host. But that's I mean, <laughs> uh, but 
you know, I mean, Georgia is one of the most hostile softball environments I've ever been to. And to award Georgia the regional, it was kind of like an automatic, like, hey, we're giving the SEC another, we're giving the SEC another shot here to get the super regional. They got the matchup they wanted. They got Florida, Georgia. That was the matchup they wanted. There we go. There you go. And Georgia took care of business in Gainesville, sweeping two down there to get to the Women's College yeah. World Series. They play the second game on Thursday. It opens at 11 o'clock. All these games are televised on ESPN. James Madison and the Sooners at 11. Um, Georgia and Oklahoma State at 130. Arizona and Alabama at 6. And Florida State and UCLA in the 830 nightcap. All those are Thursday games. All those times are central. All on ESPN. Um Marin, on the Parks yes, Motor Sales Hotline, you have you have pretty well made your SEC feelings known. Who do you like in this field? Who do I like in this field? I my top three teams are Oklahoma, UCLA, and Alabama. Now, you and everybody else, apparently, <laughs> as they right? are the top three seeds. But yes, right. So. And they've been my favorite now for two years. I'm going back to last year, too. Um, with Oklahoma, they are legit, 100%. But they haven't been tested like Alabama, like UCLA. You know, they, they played conference games only, and... I'm not knocking the their conference, but it's not as strong as some of the others. Um, you know, when they played Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State beat them. Uh-huh. And congrats to Georgia. When they went and played Georgia, Georgia beat them. So when they, if you look at their record against the teams that are in the World Series right now, it's not I know, great. I know they've all. It's not great. It's yeah. not in their favor. <laughs> so, and 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 two of those teams are in their side of the bracket. By the way, Georgia and Oklahoma yeah. State are the winner of that. Will play Oklahoma in the second round if if the Sooners were to beat James Madison, which we don't know is a, that may not right? that may not happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean. That the bottom half of this bracket with Alabama, Arizona, UCLA, and Florida State even mm-hmm. is just that is going to be an absolutely brutal bracket to get out of. As, oh, one hundred percent. I find that that part of the bracket to be more of a that's more of a fight. Yeah, because the last time UCLA and Florida State played in the opening game of the tournament, uh, UCLA won. This was. I want to say four years ago when this was the year Florida state won the national championship. Gotcha. They played UCLA in the opening game. UCLA won, sent Florida state to the loser's bracket and the Seminoles fought their way back, beat UCLA twice and won a national championship. So that that's on that history is on their side, right? Now you've got 
you've got a team like James Madison, like Oklahoma State, where they have nothing to lose. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the beauty in it. Even Georgia, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. And when you have nothing to lose, you can just go out and play carefree softball. When you are Oklahoma, when you're Alabama, when you're UCLA, and you have these expectations placed on you by the entire country that, you know, you have to play for a national championship. That's a lot of pressure. No doubt. Look, I'm just excited because somebody's going to have to pitch to Bailey Hemphill this week. And that's all all I'm waiting for. Just somebody pitch to her. Well, and I think a lot of locals are going to be paying attention to to this Alabama team this week because Jenna Johnson, the outfielder from Page, is is with the the tide. Um, how much does she play, Chris? You keep up with Alabama a lot more than I do. She she plays um, and has been fairly successful this year. Uh, she I think she I think she hits in the bottom third of the lineup, but at Alabama, yeah. the bottom thirds as good as most people's top thirds. Uh, it's it's insane. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's right. I mean she's been really good for this team. She's um, for the season. I want to say, let's see. I was looking it up. She's hit 291, which is fantastic, um, and mm-hmm. has been has been one of the, t- the the players that they look for to get on base so that that top to half feed the top. because that once that top half gets up there, it's almost impossible. I, my goodness, they're just so good top to bottom. They yeah. really are. Right. Right. Well, well, here's another. Here's someone to to watch for at JMU who who has a Tennessee connection is Kayla Bozeman. Mm-hmm. And she she transferred from Mississippi State. She went to Ottawa. Uh, she, I watched her at Spring Fling a couple years ago. I think it's the same year as Ashley Rogers, honestly. And she pitched Ottawa to the Spring Fling. And um, she doesn't get a lot of playing time. But, I mean, there's, there's another local, quote-unquote, local connection. Always looking for those local connections <laughs> and um, hit on one with Marin Angus of Running Poles joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Marin, we appreciate your insight into this and um, we'll be keeping up and tell folks where they can find your work. Yeah, so the Running Poles podcast, you can find us on all of the social medias and you can listen on any platform that you download your podcast on. And we will release our next episode ahead of the game on Thursday, which is tomorrow. So we will have uh, our next guest, our uh, Michelle Floyd, who hit at Arizona and lives in Atlanta now. So she's kind of in the SEC country. And Nyree White will also be a guest. And her dad is Mike White, the head coach at Texas. She is a pitching coach in the Austin area, and we are going to go all out. Opinions are going to be thrown out there, and we are not going to hold back on our conspiracy theories or who we are expecting to, to come away with the national championship, and it's, it's going to be a fun show. So um, you'll, see, you'll see us post a preview probably later tonight, and then we'll release the we will release that episode in the morning. Awesome. Sounds good. Hey, Marin, we yeah. appreciate your time. Hey, real quick. You had Shelby Stinnett on the show 
we earlier. Did. Well, Shelby Sorry. Lightfoot. Shelby Lightfoot, yes. But yes. yes. Yes, we did. Now, next time you have her on the show, ask her about uh, travel ball when she was a kid, the uh, the high-voltage shockwave. Mm. They, they were lime green and bright orange. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Not ideal. We're, 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 we're going we're gonna, to um, decline any pictures of that, I think. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Mary, we, we appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. That was Marin Angus of Running Poles, the college softball podcast with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, and we are way past needing to get to a break. So when we come back here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, we it is Wild and Wacky Wednesday, and Chris is going to hit you with some pretty wild and wacky stuff because that's what he does. Um, stay with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint from the Lee Company Studio. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.